Welcome to Thursday Night Fury. This is our fourth episode and we're doing things a little bit differently this time. Normally, you know the podcast to be me and my good friend Michael Mayo, but unfortunately he's contracted um, COVID and uh, he couldn't be here today. You can uh, fact check me on that later. We'll see what the state government says about the recent cases. At this time, though, we have a friend subbing in for my good friend, Michael. He's a good friend of mine himself, Isaac Elias. Give him a round of applause. Say, say thanks, hello. Th- thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. to be here. Um, but if we're going to have Isaac Elias on the podcast, of course, we have to do the band in which is on the jumper he's wearing. The merch, the official merch. Official yes. merch. What is the band, Isaac? <laughs> uh, the Strokes. The Strokes. So episode oh, four is The Strokes. What a time to be alive. I know. Just as a quick roundup, we want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. And according to my analytics data, there are people listening. (laughs) It's not me and my mum listening to the podcast. There must be some people out there who are listening. So a big thank you. Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Um, And a big reminder that a company with every podcast, there is a listening guide. This episode's listening guide should be quite good because as Isaac is a massive strokes Megahead. What do they call Stroke fans? Do Stroke fans have a nickname? I don't know. Oh, I've got no idea. I guess they're just you know always waiting for another album. But no, just yeah, nothing. The That's stroke, not a the name. Strongs, the Strongs. The Strongs. Yeah, because like Powderfinger <laughs> fans are called like Finger Nuts, which I don't know if is the best term. Yeah, no. Nah. But the Strokes don't have one. No, nah, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware. But in any case, he's got some top quality wrecks and deep cuts for us all to listen to, and him and I are going to walk you through the Strokes this yep. episode. Should be good. Now. Since we're changing things up, we thought we'd make this a little bit of an occasion. Oh, I hope that co- I really hope that comes out well on the mic. There's a beverage or two being floated around today. Uh, wouldn't be a Strokes podcast unless we we're getting on on the beers. I feel like you know, unless do, we'll just, do the band, uh, you know, a good service. Absolutely intoxicated. Yeah, that's right. Couldn't be anything else. Yeah, absolutely. We don't do cocaine, but no, if we yet. did, that would also be appropriate for the episode. What is the Strokes? <laughs> well, the Strokes. Uh, a fantastic band. I've, they're just the, the epitome of garage rock and indie rock. Bursting into the scene in the early 2000s mm. and uh, really devi- de- defined an era of indie music, in my opinion. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. The Strokes. Yeah. The, the, stories of a, the story of a band of rich white kids who get richer after they make great music. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> correct. There's no but, sub story for them. <laughs> but if um, you know, anyone is not too familiar with the Strokes, I think it's very important to point out the the, uh, the lead singer and front man, uh, Julian Casablancas, mm. is the, uh, the heart and soul of the band. Mm. And uh, while all the other band members um, are all very important, um, especially during the first few albums, Julian did all of the... Uh, songwriting and all of the um yeah the music composition composition so um you can thank the majority of the the songs that they're all written by julian so in the first two albums that is it's so, pretty significant yeah. Yeah. yeah like you normally wouldn't i don't think you'd see something like that you know writing all the all the solos all the all the riffs all written by julian yeah. um, well you were telling me yeah. just the other day and like i'm a strokes fan myself but you're a megahead and you were yeah. telling me that like <laughs> They were literally like learning their instruments as they were like writing the first yeah. record. That's not something I knew. So there's stories about yeah Julian and uh, Nick Valenci going and uh, having a, a guitar lesson, and then after um, Julian sitting down with the guitar teacher and just uh, writing a solo. You know, that's probably on this is it, which is um, it's pretty crazy when you think that about is it. Kind could, of crazy, could be you, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, 
But they've been around for almost 20 years now as well. Yeah, just just dropped the new album. So get around it if you haven't heard it. So the new Abnormal, I think mm. came out in uh, April this year. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. But uh, I think that's a, yeah, it's a good, good return to form in my opinion. But uh, yeah. The Strokes have six albums. Yep. Um, varying in style in a sense. They have a progressive sound in terms of changing. Uh, you can comment on this more than me, but... Uh, some people are like, oh, I like this album because of this. I like this album because of this. Definitely one of those bands that a lot of people pick their lane in terms of the album. Yeah, so I think you can definitely <clears> split up the, the the Strokes eras. You've got the first two albums, which had you know more of their um, founding and iconic sound. And then it kind of yeah evolves with the, the third album and then kind of get more of that 80s kind of influence with the, mm, the, late, a, the later sounds, which is quite point. interesting. 80s yeah. influence. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Get a lot of like synth pop, I guess, mm. especially in angles. Yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff like that's quite cool. Mm. Um, well, let's just hop straight into it. There's plenty we can talk about with the strokes, but we should start off with their music. So, their first album is this it 2001 indie rock staple, put them on the map, change the sound of like what indie rock is supposed to be. What else needs to be said about this record before we dive into it? Well, I think, yeah, is this it, but you got you got to start with the EP. So the, the first EP that came out was, uh, yeah, before before the um, the album, sometime in 2001, I believe, just called The Modern Age. Mm. And that was released on uh, Rough Trade. So they, I mm. think they were in the in the UK and uh, they just played The Modern Age in some shitty bar. Yeah. And then everyone was like, this is this is killer. So this, uh, you know, got to sign them. So they released that EP. Um, and yeah, it's got three songs on it. I think it's got Last Night, yeah, The Modern Age, obviously, and then Barely Legal. But they're like different versions to the ones on the first album. Yeah. The Modern Age version on the the EP is like, it's just a sped up version of the normal song. It's quite cool. Is it, it, is it punkier? Uh, I don't I don't know if it's punky. It's just like, it's just, it sounds like you, you go on YouTube, you listen to The Modern Age, you put it on like one and a half speed. It sounds right, okay. exactly yeah, like okay, that, yeah. right? And some of the lyrics have all changed. Um but yeah, it's quite cool. So they, they released that album, uh, sorry, that EP. And yeah, then that's when all the, the big labels started bidding. It was a bit of a bidding war to who could sign them. And yeah, eventually Sony signed them. So mm. that's quite cool. Strokes Mania is a term I've heard. Term yeah. I've heard. Like, yeah, I, I think l- Strokes is definitely one of those bands that like there's a lot of hype around the male and female hype. Let's yeah, just say, yeah. yeah. There's a musical a, and sexual hype. Especially hype. in the UK. I think that... um. <clears throat> Well, yeah, obviously I was only I was only very young when yeah. Yeah, all this was happening, yeah. but from what I've read. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the UK, they really, you know, yeah, definitely strokes mainly in the UK. But, um, yeah, while uh, probably didn't make as big of an impact in the US, which is surprising given they're obviously from, you know, the Upper mm. East Side in Manhattan. It happens a lot. Yes. A lot yeah. of bands, like, have to get hits internationally before they get hits in their main country, in yeah. their home country. Oh, it's so just something interesting, I guess, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that, that album got released and... Uh, the 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 time when they recorded that album, the the whole story was um, that uh, the producer uh, Gordon Raphael, I think, mm. is that right? so he I um, think so, yeah. yeah, so he uh, he basically was in one of the the bars listening to the band, uh, a few bands play, and uh, the story goes that originally he didn't um, he was listening to a few bands and he wanted to like record some of their music and he heard the Strokes and another band, and uh, he didn't really like the Strokes and he he asked the other band if they wanted to do a Record a few songs and they said they said nah, no actually and then yeah. um he went approached the Strokes and yeah they they said oh yeah we'll record a few songs and that's yeah that's where the EP came from and uh, yeah so then he recorded the next two albums which was quite cool. Where should we start on this record? The first song. Yeah. Start from the beginning. Is this it? Self-titled track. Yes. Yeah, 
clashing a really great starting song This really, the whole first album, obviously, but like when I listen to the first album and songs like this, it like really highlights to me some of the key things that like what I love about the Strokes. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I've told this to you before, and this is not a, some type of secret. Any Strokes fan knows this, but like the fact, the way Julian's vocals are mixed into the songs, like um, they're mixed in like a guitar part to me. Yeah. They're sort of great, gritty. It's a little bit Dis- buried as distorted. well. In the mix. Yeah, and it's yeah. like buried in the mix like a yeah. guitar. It doesn't stand out like a traditional singer. Yeah. Which is made even weirder or in- more interesting by the fact that, like, he's writing everything. He has some complete creative control over the band. And yet, like, yeah. that's the style he's going for. Yeah, so that, that's perfectly probably the best way of putting it. It just sounds like another another instrument, which is, yeah, it's quite cool. Um, for, for, like, an egocentric man, an yeah. egocentric band, yeah. it's a, almost a subdued. Mixing technique. Yeah, yeah, that, it, yeah. It's it's definitely it's it's unique. Um, that's like when I first listened to the Strokes, I just completely ignored all the lyrics, and yeah. I, I was definitely attracted to like the guitars. But when you dig in and listen to his voice, it's like, oh, it's fun. I think it's like phenomenal. I think he's got an excellent voice, and people don't, yeah, mm-hmm. people don't really appreciate it. I guess it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty good, and especially later on, his his vocal performances just, I think they improve. He's got which, a gr- yeah. Obviously, Julian's voice is like that great crooning style mixed with more like punky edgy like gritty rough sounding voice like what's a good song off this album that highlights julian's voice in your opinion um i'm really i, I really like uh to highlight his voice it'd probably have to be his new york voice, city cops yeah. i think yeah definitely let's hear it then it's going hard there yeah it's going hard into it they're too smart it's just something so effortless when he sings. It sounds like he just doesn't care, but it also just just like belting he, this out. Like, I feel just, like he doesn't care in the sense that like his his approach to music, not to say his music is careless or shit. It's just like you, there is a carefree energy. Yeah. Comes off on this record like across, I mean, whether or not comparing their records to other records is like the best thing to do. But like definitely on this record, to me, it sounds like, some more simpler compositions, like more definitely four to the floor styles, like bop, 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 lots of upstrokes yeah. on the guitars, moving rhythms and stuff like that. Well, even just in the production of this album, it was um, it was very yeah, very lo-fi. You can hear it. Mm. I'm pretty sure they've recorded. So there's five five members of the band. Um, I'm pretty sure they've they've recorded this uh, this album with six microphones. So yeah, one for, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like one. So you've got two guitars, one bass, the singer. Um, and they basically, I think they had one microphone on the bass drum of the drum set. And then they've had another microphone behind um, Fab, yeah, just behind the drummer. And so that's why when you listen to like some of the, all of, basically all of Is This It and Room on Fire, it sounds almost like um, the drums sound like almost like a drum machine. It's just because yeah. like he's literally belting the shit out of the drums because like there's, no, there's nothing mic'd up to the, the drum set. He's just got like, just pounding it. Yeah. I, that. I didn't know that. That makes sense to me in terms of their style, and like the fact that you mentioned the drum machine, I did assume that it like they used drum machines. No, no, that's that's just that's uh, interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. So that's just that's just Fab just smacking the shit out of the the, uh, the drum <laughs> set. So I think the song that probably encapsulates that that the most, yeah. I think, is definitely like hard to explain. Mm. It's probably 
it's such a just a bold call to say at the start of the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, hit me. Explain, I want to yeah, hear bold calls. That's, yeah. that's like my favorite Stroke song. It's got everything. Mm. It's got the interlocking guitars. It's got that just that perfect Julian voice. I'll just skip it for a little. This is this is a great song between like both guitar tracks sort of working over each other. Yeah. And it's hard to explain. And yet Julian's voice is just like it's in the in the chorus he's like almost rapping as well. Oh, it's like yeah, it's unreal. And he, there's such a it's such a a long like chorus. He just he somehow like it almost sounds like he's doing it in one breath. He somehow pulls it off. It's mm. just like it's unreal. I love many songs across the Strokes discography, but in I feel like a lot of the Strokes songs, some of their best work comes at like the end of the records. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But mm. I feel like at the you got you got definitely have at the start of a few of the of the albums you'll have like a few bangers. Like the the modern age is a um in like an iconic Strokes song. Yeah, that like this that, is that, it, that sound. <laughs> so listen to that just yeah just like really crunchy f- almost flat eq'd vocal sound really interesting um of course um if you never heard the strokes full on like if you never dive dive into their discography this is their first record and off their first record they had many hits that being I don't know. Last night. Yeah, last night. Someday. Last night is definitely the biggest one. Everyone, like, most people know last night. Really powerful part yep. here. I think for like everything we've said about the strokes so far and everything that I love about the strokes, it's sort of summed up in this song. Because mm-hmm, like obviously nothing else had been released so far. Like if you're thinking of the strokes at this time, it'd be this and Julian's voice is about to come in, which is just what I'm waiting for. Oh, Isaac's just <laughs> screaming. I'm looking at him. He's loving it. That's, yeah. Well, that that's this song is actually really interesting because, like you said, it's it's the most popular, you know, the most critically um, successful, well, not critically, probably commercially successful stroke song. Um, but uh, the the guitar part is completely lifted from um, Tom Petty's American Girl. I, I really I'm, yeah. I, I'm not. I haven't really listened to much of his music, but um, the guitar is yeah completely yeah, plagiarized. Yeah, so I think huh. they, they were interviewed, like a reporter's asked them about it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we copied it. And, yeah. uh, so then uh, I think Tom Petty came out and was like, oh, good on him. Like, that's right. You know, it doesn't, yeah, not too didn't fast. Care, yeah, didn't yeah. care. So I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, while, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, you know, somewhat, um, uh, I wouldn't say their most, it was not their most unique song. So if I, it definitely has, like, if I look at Is This It? I feel like there are definitely some better songs on there. And I can see why it's a very popular song. But, but you know yeah. what? That's a good point. Like that is if that's a sort of a better way of saying what I was trying to say before. It's not their most unique song, but like if you had to aggregate all of what yeah. makes strokes good at this time, it's sort of in that song. Well, yeah, yeah it's, it's a good got, point. It's got, I really it's got everything. Like at the start when they when they are bringing in the guitars, you have one of the I can't remember who starts. I don't think they I think they mix it up. But I think yeah, either Albert or Nick will start playing the guitar and then Did Nick, one of well at this time, I'm yep. asking specifically because you're the expert. Remember, I'm going to yeah. be asking you questions. Was one of them considered lead over the other at this time? So, for most of for the most of the um, for yeah, basically Nick Valencia is the lead guitarist, uh-huh. um, and Albert does a lot of the rhythm. Um, Did that I, switch later? It so there are there are certain songs where uh, 
Albert definitely takes the lead. Mm, okay. I, I'm not too sure why. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it later in first impressions, but Eyes of the World has Albert Hammond's probably most iconic guitar solo. Mm. Um, it's probably one of the best. The guitar solo is definitely by the Strokes, and yeah, in my opinion, probably one of the nicest guitar solos. It's just, it's very simple, but it just, it play, it's just works so well. Mm. Um, yeah, so there are definitely times where they swap it up, but um, I think if you asked. If you probably asked Albert, then uh, not no, fucking <laughs> friends with him. But um, if you asked wow, him, he'll probably, <laughs> probably tell you that yeah, Nick is definitely like a more technically um, uh, proficient guitarist. Really? So yeah, so like Nick's a very good guitarist. So that's probably why he's taken more of the lead. Yeah, and they're definitely for majority of the songs, uh, Albert's definitely the the rhythm guitarist. Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. I would have thought of it the other way, but maybe that's just. Be- I mean, not on this record specifically. I mean, like. a I, I felt like later on, I felt Albert was taking more of the lead, but maybe I, I misunderstood or um, misremembered. Maybe. Yeah, they, like, yeah, late, later on, there are more instances yeah, where Albert... But for yeah, now, Nick yeah, is the... the yeah. Nick is the... Does, yeah. yeah, most of the riffs. Um, but yeah, there, there are, like, yeah, there are some killer songs on, on Is This It? Yeah, like I said, yeah, I'm, I I'm a big say, fan of Hard to Explain. I was like, going to say, for me, I like, yeah, I like so many of the songs. If I, if I had to pull one out that I had something really want to talk about, Someday I have like, it's a great song. I have a great personal attachment to it. Really funky. I play this at a house party once, <laughs> so I have a, like a personal memory that it gives you like a nice like a nostalgia vibe. Mm. You know, for something you don't, you know, you know, for something that didn't happen, <laughs> which is quite cool. It really reminds me of like the riff. You know, dun 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 dun, so on so on. It's it's a. I don't know. It's got like an older vibe to me, which I know Strokes sort of, Yeah. I don't know if they take influence from, but they definitely have styles similar to like, I don't know, older 50s and 60s. Yeah. Rock, sort of the, the poppy. A lo- a lot Their of- music's not poppy, but that peppy and poppy sound links back to that in my ears, to my yeah, ears. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely some, if you had to say the some of the biggest Strokes influences, um, mm. probably uh, the Velvet Underground. Tell me, probably tell the big, me. It's probably the biggest one. Okay. Um, other than that, I think like the Doors. Mm. Oh, now I'm trying to remember ha, what, yeah, yeah. Like, what, to what say, Julian yeah. said of his other influences, but those, those two are like uh, some of the biggest ones. Mm. Um, it's quite interesting as well. Like uh, later on in some of the the lyrics, Julian talks about how um, he kind of explores how he kind of you know doesn't plagiarize people, but you know how he gets a lot. How he, he, <laughs> how he gets his inspiration, yeah, he gets his whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought it was an interesting part. Uh, an interesting point was uh, in. In is this it the whole album there's uh there's multiple points where they mention like girls names mm. so in alone together it's lisa t- uh, said take time for me so li- like just mentioning random mm. girls names i think that's definitely um something that lou reed had yeah, in, yeah. Um, in his music lou reed did do that yeah, yeah so there's that um there's you know, and someday um mia um so <laughs> These are not women, Julian. Fucked. Yeah, no. These are like literally random, like just random names. Um, so yeah, uh, Julian's lyrics. They're, they're another. Yeah, he just yeah, tri- hit tri- me. Hit, yeah. coming out with the trivia. So the, the um, is this it? Was just the, they recorded. Um, so when they were doing the recording process and during the um, the production. Uh, Basically, the, the Gordon would try and um, mix the the music live, so while they were playing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so that they could listen to something, 
and they would just go, during these recording sessions they would apparently just go through the album like you know constant just go like let's keep doing as many yeah, live yeah. takes as we can and um julian would just forget the words and just make up the words <laughs> so while yeah you can That's definitely cool. you can definitely you know there are some stories and things that you can uh, take from the lyrics mm, on the first album a lot of it yeah it's just just made up <laughs> that's cool i do really like this song while we're on it this part is always cool the solo is next level yeah whoa yeah hell yeah yeah great song yeah do you think and i'll ask this question carefully not if this is your favorite record do you think this is their most influential record in terms of like I think so, and I influence think, in the industry. Yeah, they're definitely the most influential. I think it's their best. Um, mm. I wouldn't say by far, but it's it's definitely their best. It's, I don't know if it's my favorite Strokes record, and that's like, I'm not a diehard. Yeah, I know, I know. For the, any diehards listening, don't hate me. We'll get to it when we get to but it. But a lot of diehards would agree with you. They'd say, yeah, like it's good, but you know, it's. I yeah, really enjoy the record, though. Yeah, but let's let's oh, be absolutely it's, clear. Say, it is it is my favorite album of all time. So, well, for, you know, it's laid down. <laughs> um, I, I feel like if, if there are like big strokes fans out there and you've, you've haven't, you, you've, you've listened to all the discography and you're like, yeah, like it's not my favorite album. I'd say go listen to it again. Cause I'm pretty sure you'd mm-hmm. change your mind. Like I'm, it's really good. I was, like I said before about them ending the album, stuff like New York city cops, trying your luck, take it or leave it as a way to end a record is fantastic. Oh, definitely. I uh, like I, when I when I first listened to this album, I was like, trying your luck. It just like doesn't really do anything for me. And you listen to it again, and it's just like it's really good. It's really good. And they got like the I think there's a really nice um bass line in it as well. So that's um uh, Nikolai. So on, on trying your luck. Yeah. So mm. I was gonna I was gonna make a point. That this is uh, this record is the emerge like. Uh, later strokes records to me have better interplay between the guitar parts and the bass parts and stuff. Yeah, I can understand that. But this record is really like straight down the line in terms of functional guitar and bass playing. Yeah. Functional is not used as a derogatory term. Like it's just really bass playing and guitar playing that like really works. Whereas when I think of later records, I like the intricacy and the way they spanned out and like overlap each other. Yeah, yeah. This is like more straight down the middle. Yeah really like powerful guitar toes that just like hit you right in the, f- like smack you in the face as opposed to like make you think or whatever. Yeah. I know what you mean. That's what I like about the record. If you want to sum up this record before we move on, well, because we've already said yeah, where we rank them. I, I, I really like the record. You, you would do anything oh, to, it's, yeah. It's the best. I think that this man has all the records on vinyl. Let's just <laughs> hanging say up on my well. own. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, he gets, he gets the ladies. That's yeah. it. those strokes <laughs> records. Um, the, uh, the album is, I think timeless. Like I think that that's something mm-hmm. that um, Julian specifically said when they were making this album is they wanted they wanted it to sound as futuristic as possible. I put that in air quotes, but they wanted to be like, yeah, they wanted to be a, an, an album that would that would be timeless. And I think that yeah, if if you showed someone who's never heard of the Strokes and you played them that like played them is this it? They'd be like, when was this released? Like, is it like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, recently. Like you, could, you, you could see someone being like, yeah, I, I could see how this came out like a few years ago. I and I think point. that will. Uh, They'll continue, yeah. Mm. So that was Is This It, obviously. Now we're moving on to 2003's Room on Fire, two years later. um, This record is, you can tell it's from the same era in terms of songwriting and production style. 
but it is they do venture into new things they do try to push their sound here a bit oh definitely um in i feel like this is a more a refined stroke sound less of a less of a, a garage sound yeah um, yeah i agree with and, that and yeah. in this as well a big a big thing as well is um they've gotten a lot better at the instruments it sounds it sounds, it sounds <laughs> so stupid bad. Yeah. Sounds so bad. <laughs> it sounds so bad but they've gotten a lot like technically better yeah, um and yeah i think a lot of people would probably agree with me with that uh mm. and yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, it's. it's I, I totally agree. I know exactly what you're if, saying. If, if you go, if you go back and yeah, listen, to is this it? There are a lot of parts that, like, as as myself, is a very novel guitarist. Mm. Hasn't don't. Play, oh yeah, same. Yeah, don't right, play yeah. it very much, that's right? Same. I could pick up, you know, most of is this it pretty pretty easily. But yeah, room on fire. There are definitely some parts in there where you like. Well, on yeah. that note, yeah, like, give me a song on this record that you, to me, the to you. Shows like a better refined skill. Like, oh, what, sh- what should I play? Like, definitely Reptilia. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's pull that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> see, see, to me, I think once you get to the guitar solo, yeah. When when I talked about like, you have like the strumming guitar sound and yep. like the new 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 new. Yeah, oh. this again that the weaving of the guitar parts starting to happen to my ears. Oh, this this is one of the songs as she well where. Seemed impressed. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Nuts. <laughs> the, yeah. th- this song has. Uh, I said please. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll Albert leave, guitar solo. Oh, that's Albert. Yeah. So okay, an cool. Al- the, Hell yeah. So during nice. um during the riff and the guitar so in the first riff is followed by the guitar solo. That's Albert. Um, yeah, that's Albert. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm pretty sure it is. Fuck. <laughs> oh, someone's gonna hate you for that. Ooh, it's no. dope, by the way. It's cool, either way. No hate. I can't remember if, if Albert, Nick did it. No hate. I can't remember. <laughs> if, I think if Albert, play, I think Albert plays the riff, and then because I know Nick definitely does the um the strumming. Uh, yeah, okay. Drink to the. That's what they do. Like that's what they do live, for example. Oh, that part. Yeah. That part's dope as well. Yeah. Like that part. The bit where they like yeah they just that that's definitely they're going and I can't I can't remember if um Albert plays the solo after. But anyway, sorry, that's, that's you know, oof, I'm very disappointed in myself now. You've been kicked out of the yeah, tribe. Wow. But um, yeah, just a, a weird fact about Room on Fire is that uh, there's a pause at the end of, uh, sorry, at the start of most songs for some reason. Well, that why. Al- they're, padding out the, they're padding out the leg for the album. That that's almost why. hit me there and I put up that song. There was that pause. Mm. Um, For me, this record, yeah, a refinement of their style. And in that sense, when I said last record had lots of songs that were sort of down the line, and in your face and whatever this song like they definitely branch out in a few different styles yeah no i can, I can definitely Not, see that I don't, I don't mean genres but just mean like they they're trying different flavors yeah, to my yeah. ears. there's um you got you go through the songs and there's um there's definitely a, like more i'd say more deep cuts um the mm. end has no end is one where i would say there's like the that's so songs like this yeah 1251 a classic song is that a guitar or synthesizer? It's a guitar. It is, yeah, it is a guitar. It is, it is. Yeah. I did think so. It'd be a processed guitar, but, but I wasn't sure. But uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting point. Is yeah. So that's Nick, and he's def- He's specifically twelve. He's played 50, the. He's one. Got the pedals set up, so mm. it sounds like a synth. That was mm. that was the goal. Um, well, last record was hundred percent only guitar, bass, drums, and vocals. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that would be the same yeah. on this one. Okay, yeah. but like they're definitely pushing different sounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, like. What do you just, like? just starting the album, Reptilia. Just, Reptilia just give me a song a, and we can talk about it. Go Reptilia on. is such a banger. Like, oh, it just—it's. I feel like it's a perfect. It's like one of the perfect Stroke songs. Mm. It just gets you. It just gets you so excited. You listen to this when you're out. Oh, we've heard this part. Yeah. So. 
sounds so sangry. You can really hear like the angst and the energy that I Julian said, please brings. Please don't slow me down. It just makes me so excited. Am like, I going too fast? I sat. See, yeah, I'm singing it too it. sweet. <laughs> I'm singing it too sweetly. Yeah, you got you got to just not yeah, care. You exactly. Gotta just belt it out. You got to do coke. <laughs> should we talk? Should, while, we'll be a little bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, should we talk about the, the the boys' reputation while we're here? Yeah. So well, we've hit a crossroads. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So so when I said that these were rich boys in New York who became richer yeah. and did drugs. This is, this is it. There's, yeah. there's definitely, so, um, cause 2001, their first record came out. How old were they? Oh, I think they were in the, in the early, early 20s. 20s yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, the, the band, especially Julian known for ha- just drinking a lot, like out, al- like alcohol a lot. Like they, that's what they, they used to always rock up the shows, just absolutely tanked. They'd like rock, um, there's uh, examples of you know where they've had to stop mid show because like someone's just had to like That's just needed that just need a minute like just yeah. to calm down, um, yeah like everyone kind of assumes like a lot of coke. Um, well, we forgot to say that on their last record at the end of New York City Cops is like someone yeah. doing a line in the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> Probably that. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to well, speculate. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. It's statue of your limitations. They'll be all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. But like that, I don't think the band ever really got into heroin. Um, oh, that's good. Um, good well, for them. I, I put the caveat that at one point, uh, well, I should say Albert was addicted to heroin. In uh, oh, really? Yeah. So at the end of uh, the first impressions era, so there's stories about um, yeah. So Albert was basically yeah getting into heroin from oh, I think is it Ryan Adams? I don't know. I don't really know any much uh, about him. I just I know, don't the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But anyway, the the stories about yeah this guy selling trying to sell uh albert um trying to sell albert uh heroin and then uh, Ju- julian used to live with him yes it's like share room and stuff yeah. so he's really close and julian was like you come here again like, i'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you like he's gonna <laughs> ba- bash this guy and then yeah they had like a feud at the end but um at the end of uh first impressions yeah so at the end of first impressions uh albert got sent to well they kind of uh they were really burnt out at that point like touring a lot um yeah and first impressions when it was released was like not like people really didn't like it. Um, and when they got when they released that, they kind of like burnt out, kind of felt a little bit, a little bit defeated, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Albert was sent to rehab. So I mean, uh, yeah, he's like you know everything's fine now. He's I fine. Think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's just an interesting side note that um, also kind of talking a little bit about the band is like they so you know a little bit you know a little bit close. You could say um, yeah. they you know there's like story you know. This, this is this is not a band that feuds, is it? Oh, uh, there were definitely some tensions um, in the first impre- first impressions era and Angles era, uh, Angles albums. Mm. Definitely like some okay. in- interband tension. Sure, but uh, like yeah, in those early years, like you know, they used to like you could see them making out, kissing, like you know, they do like a lot of shit like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Very open with their sexuality, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, if you, yeah, there's an interesting book. Uh, called a it's named after meet me in the bathroom well it's called meet me in the bathroom mm. by lizzie goldman um based off yeah so what, it's basically no, all about the underground yeah, scene yeah. in like the early 2000s in new york of course they, they named a song off this album off it would i'll just play a little you can keep talking but this is that song again yeah have to get past the dead silence at yeah, the beginning I mean, of the records <laughs> This this song has I think one of the nicest guitars in the chorus where they just the whole band just like drops out and you that oh. 
It's pretty cool. Sounds great in the headphones. It does. One, two, three, four. Yeah, that's, that's like one of my favorite parts on the album, just mm. listening to that silence. Um, I didn't really, didn't really talk about it in, in the first album, but Hard to Explain has that as well, where they're just in the middle of the, in the, middle of the song. There's a break part. There's yeah. that break. It's just like, whoa. Like you listen to it, like, is that it? And then it just smacks you back in the head and it's good. They're good at doing that, yeah, for sure. Throwing in some kind of unorthodox stuff, I'd say. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, this is another short, well, another 30-minute record, basically, like their other record. Yeah. In terms of stuff that I like from this record, I mean... Let's just go straight into like this is one of my absolute favorite stroke songs. I think you know what I'm gonna yep. play already. Here it is. The pause. Silence. Yep, just gotta get to that pause. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Is this is this appreciated among strokes fans? This Definitely. song? Yeah. yeah. It is? Oh, I think so. Thank I, I, I love this song Thank as well. That's I why. love this song, yeah. yeah. This when I said that they were dabbling or or you can tell they're inspired by crooning. This song is like full crooning. Oh, yeah. Just like six, eight fucking time signature. Just it's like you're swinging along and Julian just taking you on a ride. Oh, it's it's like an emo- I don't want to emo- change your mind. Yeah. That was actually pretty I good. I can't say <laughs> No, that was nothing like what it should be, but the um I love I fucking love this song. Th- this is like I'm one, obsessed with one, this one song. of the songs yeah, where I favorite could, stroke one of my favorite stroke songs. I I, w- I would definitely agree. It's review. It's probably one of my favorites as well. You you listen to it and so you got to just pause for a second and just take it all in. It's it's an emotional song as well. It got it's you know it tells yeah, a story yeah, exactly. about you know, that, yeah. falling in love with a girl then you know, breaking up with her or like, you know, going through some troubled times where you lose control and then, you know, how you kind of just accept it and move on. It has a really fat sound because... And the the end of this song is like fantastic. Yeah, I was going to get to that, but like it has a really fat sound because all the instruments are basically all playing at once most of the time. It's just so good to listen. And then the end... It's just like, come on, finish. It's just perfect. Easy. There's um there's a really good live show um I can't remember yeah, what, what we give year. live show access yeah it's hit it I think um there's I can't remember what Fury. I think I, I can't remember what uh what year it was but it's definitely Lola, a lot of we're gonna chuck this in the list yeah it'll, so it'll, we don't we haven't found it yet it'll but definitely it'll be, be in, in the there. list but yeah. there's um when uh when Julian hits those high notes in this live show he really like lifts it he goes oh when he goes like he goes, I don't, yeah, he goes oh, higher. Oh, like, yeah I'm not gonna try but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean he goes like really high and like he knows he's like done it. He knows he sounds fucking amazing. And like at the end, like he just like laughs and it's just, it's perfect. Like that, it's one of the best like live songs, maybe not like whole performance, but that live song there is like one of the, yeah, one of the, my, my standouts. I just listen to that when I'm bored and I just like, it's killer. Give me another song to highlight off this album and then Oof. we'll, we'll yeah, So we, we really talked thoughts. about maybe in the bathroom. Yeah. That's definitely another one like that. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of, um, See, there's an interesting song on this album, the, um, the way it is. No, oh yeah, we'll do that one. Yeah. So this kind, like this, this kind of gives you a, gives you an, a taste into what they're going to come up with in first impressions. Oh uh, yeah. Way it is. That's the way it is. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, this is, cool. again, really gritty sound again here. Yeah, it's like, like a hell. Yeah, cool. it, it's interesting. Um, I feel like. While on Is This It, I probably couldn't pick a weakest song. I think this is this is probably my least favorite song on the album. Um, mm. Would you Would you agree? What are, What are your thoughts on that? The, the way it is. Yeah. I don't know if it's their weakest song for me. 
on, yeah. off the album. I like it. But, but it always ones that just it stands out a little bit to me. I'm like, as I said, is this it? Not they're all just fantastic. But this one kind of like, this puts... this album has some weaker songs for me. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Or maybe that could be up there. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're but, saying. But uh, in terms in terms of yeah, a tune the um the last song. Oh my god, this the name's escaping me. It's I can't this, win. I can't win. Yeah, that's mm. like yeah, that's another Again, emotional it, uh, emotional song. I guess. This is like a continuation of the Strokes, like ending their albums. Yeah, like great songs. And it's it's an interesting song because like if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's like just it's about Julian trying to go to a bar and pull a girl. And so it's the what are, what are the lyrics? So it's um, uh, felt unlucky when you found me. Uh, so happy when you'd sell, happy when you'd say you'd mount me. Felt unlucky when you found me. Some nights I come up empty-handed, but yes, I'll take it. Like or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. It's like, oh yeah, nice. Like he's finally got it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and the, kind of, the song goes on, and the girl's like, he, he's gone out with the girl, and they've walked outside, and he, and she's like pretending to be on the phone, and mm. then they walk, and then she leaves him, and she's just like, I can't win. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's How, quite cool. Where would you rank the album amongst other Strokes albums? I I really like this album. Mm. Um, I like the album. I, I definitely put it up there with Is This It, to be honest. I think it's it's really good. I don't think it's as good as uh, Is This It, but um, yeah, it's it's still one of my one of my it's favorites. It's not as good as Is Is This It for me as well. It's it's a it's a great record. I don't know. Doesn't make top three. A big criticism of when this album came out we'll was see, um, we'll hmm. the uh, it's like yeah the same sound, and I can kind yeah. of see that. And it's it's a I guess it's a fair criticism, but I but still I think broke, it, don't fix yeah, that's, philosophy. Essentially. That's exactly right. That's yeah, exactly right. Essentially, um, but yeah, the next the next album is really interesting. So this is like a complete change in the sound. Um, First impressions of Earth. I wouldn't say complete complete change, but there's a lot more. Um, I'd say metallic. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a little mm. bit more. Um, what do you bit mean more by that? A bit more heavier. Ah, yeah, so like, like met like a metal edge. Yeah. Um, well, I guess and like yeah. Yeah, like yeah, juice box is kind of like the uh, in my you're probably like the 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 weather bell song on this yeah. album. It's like if you like juice box, you're so cold. I didn't like the song, but I, I came around to it. Yeah, if you like this song, I think you'll like the album. Yeah, um, okay. But uh, Yolo or you know, you only live once is like that's the uh, that's the that's like the the quintessential stroke song of my thing in my opinion. So I'll, I'll try anything once. Interesting um, demo version of yeah, uh, Yolo, mm. and it's like a it's a it's a really yeah em- emotional song I'd say. Um, it's a yeah just Julian sitting down on the on the keyboard, just um you know really I think really really getting getting deep. <laughs> it's a quite it's quite, deep, quite, quite a, yeah quite a cool song. It yeah talks about you know um, there's something else probably haven't talked about is uh, there's a lot I wouldn't say like. Bi- maybe like biblical allusions in in, in a, lot, a lot of their work yeah. like you know like you know uh stuff like you know talking about threes and um i think in uh i'm not sh- i can't remember off the top of my heart, head in the lyrics in yolo but definitely not trying to think once there's a lot of talk about like um you know like the seven deadly sins yeah. and the, the you know the seven heavenly virtues or whatever you know seven things will change your life or yeah. whatever however it goes exactly um, which is quite an interesting um, point, but yeah, I, j- I just thought that'd be a quite a um, an interesting thing that mm. if anyone wants to listen, go go search up. I'll try anything once. Really cool, yeah, really nice song. Um, this record is almost a double record in terms of length, fifty two minutes. Yeah, 
And I'm just going to put it on the table. I think this is my favorite Strokes record. Ooh. A lot of people would agree with you. Yeah. That's a, it's not not, not our outrageous claims these days. It is a powerful and diverse record with some great intricate and interplaying parts, some interesting and different songwriting. Yep. I don't think it's their most influential record, which is the question I asked before. Yep. I think if you like want to just talk about the impact Strokes had on the industry and music as a whole, it's that first record. But like... That doesn't. That's not necessarily an important thing. I, yeah. Like it's just like how how you I, enjoy I think, the record. I think it'd be, or what I think it'd be hard. From yeah. it. It'd be hard to argue that this album was like impactful. Mm. Just but yeah, because when, when it came out, exactly, like, pe- yeah. people like really didn't like it. Shit. And like when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, ooh, I don't know. But yeah, I think this is one that really grows on you. And it, it's it's still yeah, it's probably one of yeah one of my favorite albums definitely. Mm. So like this is Killing Lies. Yeah. He really, yeah, yeah. It's that that crooning with that guitar. It's the guitar is like a cloud that Julian just sits on top of the whole song, and he's yeah. just absolutely floating and doing whatever he wants, getting that energy. Well, that was it was a it was a, it was a big um a big critique. I, I don't say critique. It's more of like a, a a weird thing that a lot of people kind of noticed with this album was um a kind of like effortless vibe that Julian gave off, and a lot mm. of his lyrics kind of disappears in this album. You can definitely hear. Hear him trying more. Yeah, as, yeah, as, okay. as, as much as airy theory that sounds, it's, yeah. it's not like um, that kind of like, I don't really care. Like, I'm just singing. Like, it sounds like he's really pushing. But and like, sometimes uh, I think it misses on this album, like in, in his vocals. I agree in the sense that like, yeah, I feel like he's trying to craft a more specific image on this record. And maybe that's what people are hearing in his vocals. But I like it. Oh, no. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> the, the, this album as a whole, I, I'm a big fan of. Um the thing that kind of turns me off a little bit is I can go to the first two albums and pick a song and like listen to it on repeat forever. There mm. are some songs on this album here where it's like, like I really like. What's, fear, a, what's like, a snooze really, for you? Like me. I really like Fear of Sleep, but like, oh. Oh, like for example, it's like I can't listen to that like ten times. Nice. Yeah. 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 See. See, this part is like so cool to me. Some, like cool bass lines and some like intricate guitar parts and then of course there's this part Julian just absolutely like going for it oh yeah okay yep um <sighs> uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, that makes me know <laughs> I love shit like that I, I, that, I, that could just be my taste no I, can, I understand that um I want to talk about some of the earlier songs yeah hit me, hit yeah me, so me. like yeah like I said YOLO prop, like, quick, don't really need to say much it's just the quintessential Stroke song. Mm. Um, yeah, we already talked about Juice Box. I think Heart in a Cage is mm. a really underrated Stroke song. Why I, is that? I think that this song here is, it's just... As we hear it, yeah. this is it. I think it's just like such a, for lack of a better, just such a pub tune. Like, I feel like you could just yeah, listen, you could, you go, you could yeah. go out to it, you can go out to get a beer Heart with the boys. And just, you know, just listen to this song and just like, you know, belt it out and dance to it. I think it's such a cool song. And like, I, I, yes, I agree. Playing this song live, like hearing, if I had the opportunity to hear this song live, that'd be like, I'd be happy. Like, I'd be, you know, I'd die happy. 
Like this interesting yeah. guitar solo part yeah. in this song too. Goes all the way up and down like the neck, like all the way to the bottoms. Uh, you know, some of the highest notes you'll hear like in a stroke song. It's quite cool. Um, yeah, I, w- I would compare this. I sound silly as it sounds. I would definitely compare the song to like you know, like Mr. Brightside. You know, kind yeah, of a song that you can kind of get around. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it's quite a cool song. I really really like it, and I, I think it's very underrated. I like every song on this record, and I think and and like how you said before, like you know, you can't listen to like. Uh, you've told me off air yeah. that, that you can't listen to like Evening Sun on repeat, yeah. for example. Like, I could, I really enjoy. Like, I think Evening, the, Evening Sun has some like has a great some has some great lyrical lines. Like, there's such an earworm line that's like the, the you're the you're the sweetest, smartest captain of the team. team. I love, I love you, you more than, than being seventeen. That's such an earworm line. I love. Yeah, that line. so that um, I'm pretty sure that lyric. Um, it might be in reference to um, like Julian living with his mum. So when he was 17. Yeah. Um, and I think it's supposed to be like a little bit ironic because that was when like, I think um, there's a lot of like, you know, I wouldn't say de- like domestic trouble, but you know, Julian doesn't shy away from the fact that, you know, he didn't have a good relationship with his father. Yeah. yeah um, yep. So uh, this song here kind of talks about how like his mum is like struggling. So it's like kind of ironic. It's like, I love you more than being 17. Well, I don't think he was too happy when yeah, he was 17. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, okay. I know what you're um, saying. Yeah, so that's an interesting song. I, the other songs on the album, um, I'm a big fan of Razorblade. This is Vision of Division, sorry. Yeah, but we'll sorry, get to yeah. Razorblade in a sec. But I just throw this up. Again, for people listening along at home, if they haven't heard this record, if you hear this compared to what we played before, yeah, yeah different sound. Definitely. It might not be your style at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't mind Vision of Division. I think definitely. it's a good song. As a whole, it's like a cleaner sound. Yeah, definitely yeah. more polished. It's definitely as heavy, if not heavier than the other records, but like less gritty in terms of production style. Yeah, no, um, I, I can wh- see that. What did you say, Razorblade? Yeah, I like Razorblade. It's just such a, a cool, like... Um, well, I like Razorblade, yeah. It's, yeah. A re- it's a really catchy riff. Yeah. Oh, I just want, I want to hear the voice come in. Tap your foot yeah. to this one. How good? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, isn't that interesting? Like story, I guess, with this not story, but like in the in the interlude, um, there's where he, like it goes really high. Yeah. He he's actually singing. Um, it's something like you can't exactly make out what he's saying, but it's like I loved you before I saw you. Like mm. it's like it's that's cool. It's really stretched out, and you have to really try and listen to it. It's because it's a love song, you know, yeah, like about yeah. you know, the razor blade being love, I guess. It's, um, yeah, it's quite a cool, um, you know, hidden lyric, which is, yeah, interesting. Than yours. Yeah, like, it's I, yeah, I think that, like, some of those lyrics, like, yeah, that's hit hard. Yeah, there's some, yeah, you know, uh, we've like, ma- we've, relatable. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, shit. <laughs> we've made that point a few times, and yeah, this, this album lyrically definitely has some, uh, he's cutting a little bit deeper, on, yeah, for the, the lyrics on this one. Anything else from this record? I, mean, um, I was going to talk about uh, "Ask Me Anything." Mm. So, just like a, is that that's a piano um, that's just being played? It's a it's it's a it's cr- a mellotron, I think. It sounds oh, like, sorry, yeah, you're, sounds you're like, probably right. sounds like a mellotron with a string part. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you brought this up. It sounds like a string mellotron sound from my ears. Yeah, yeah. As someone who's played a mellotron before. So this this song. To quote um, an interview with Julian, was I got basically, nothing to say. yeah, this song basically came to him in a dream. That's what he says. So, yeah, he was he, he dreamt of this song and he thought that it, someone else had already made it. 
And so he woke up like, oh, like I had, you know, thinking of this song. And then he turns out it's not actually a song. Nothing to say. Yeah. yeah. He wrote it. So uh, it's got a cool, um, yeah, it's got some cool lyrics. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a coconut. Yeah. Like iconic. Iconic. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. Anything uh, else you want to play? Although I summarize your thoughts on the album. Um, Again, I really like it. Quick, quickly, like electricity cityscape. Quickly, quickly talks about like um, some of the um, uh, you know some of the band's influences and dealing with like you know they you know they're just copying everyone, man. There's not an original sound. Like disagree, mm. but nah, yeah, disagree, firm disagree. Yeah, um, I really want like I listened to this album the first time. I really hated the song. Fifteen minutes. I really disliked it, but I listened to it again, and. It's. I think it's such a cool song. It's yeah. yeah. I was no, gonna it's, say it's really yeah. grown on me. Like it's probably one of my favorite songs in this album now. Yeah. Um. I, agree. I don't know why when I first listened to it, I really it's disliked worth a it. Listen, everyone. But uh, yeah, definitely worth a listen. At the end, the 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 drums go hard. Yeah. Really hard. Like you can hear like just it go, like do, 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 do. oh, it's next level. This is like the pickup part towards yeah. the end of the song. Hard in the paint. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I like, yeah, I really like that song. Uh, to sum up what I like about the album, I, uh, I what makes me like the album was what a lot of people dislike about the album. Yep. The pushing of their musical direction, I guess the Julian trying man, yeah. like, <laughs> it comes off really well for me lyrically yep. and in terms of vocal performance. Some really great guitar parts, really, really heavy riffs. I guess with less distortion yep. in terms of the production style, catchy songs. That's what I love about the record. Yeah. I, I think it like, yeah, compared to when it came out, it's definitely people have gotten a lot, um, lot more around it. There's like people coming around to loving it. One of, one of my, one of my, definitely one of my favorites, probably my third or fourth best album. It's just, it's got some, it's got, my first. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's got some, got some excellent songs on there. You I can't, agree. you can't, um, you can't deny that. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of other fans will say like they'll definitely f- have some songs on here. They're like, mm. well, it's, it's, it's an hour long. Why couldn't they just cut this song? Like, why is it on the <laughs> it album? It's almost an hour long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And and I think it definitely has gotten some of the, um, it's recovered some of that uh, critical acclaim that it lost when it first dropped. I think a lot of people really appreciate mm. this album now, which is cool. Well said. The next record is 2011's Angles. This record falls an interesting place for me. Like 2011 to me, in my own experience, you know, I was only 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but like looking back, researching and stuff, like 2011 was one of the, like the last great years of like indie music, right? Yeah, I'd probably agree If you that. think about some of the artists that came through around that period. Yeah. Even in the Australian music scene, obviously they're not Australian band. Well, a lot, a lot of people would say like, you know, there's like one or there's like two waves of indie music. So yeah, you have like exactly. the Strokes leading the first wave and then you have like Arctic Monkeys coming through. This like is like the, the end late, of yeah. the second wave as yeah. well. I agree. Yeah. Like, and I say that and I make that point because this is like a really indie record. Like when I think of indie music from 2011, this record is like really up there. Yeah. Along with like other indie artists on the scene, like, Nothing like is this it at all, to be honest. Yeah, this album is like it's it's completely yeah, just reshapes what you you think of the Strokes. It's yeah, it's, like I said earlier, it's it's got a lot more of that um eighties like pop sound, I guess. Like when you hear this, I love this song. This song, but is nothing a like song. is this it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's amazing for like 
I guess it does sound like a stroke song still. You kind of get those overlapping guitars. Um, well, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is one of my favorite stroke songs in terms of guitar playing. Yeah. Because you literally have two separate guitar parts mm-hmm. and they're, they're working with each other. Like yeah. in the verse part, you have one car- guitar going... Yeah, just perfectly intertwined. And the other one's going... This album as well is where... This is... In in my in my opinion, probably the where you see the like the technical ability of like Nick Valenti really come through. Well, like a, a lot of because they're the, writing the songs now as well. Aren't yeah, they, so on the, this record? Uh, we didn't really touch on it more in first impressions, but yeah, in first impressions, there's a lot more uh, collaborative um, songwriting. Yeah. Um, I there's there are little things where it's like Julian writes everything, but has contributions from you know a few of the band members. But this song here, uh, this album. Um, I think this, the credits are shared around. Yeah, the credits are, are, are a little yeah more shared around. Um, th- this song as well is really interesting because it has a lot of um, a lot of throwbacks to like last night. People would probably say that it's definitely kind of echoes yeah, somewhat. Yeah, definitely, um, I and agree. It, it note like interest interesting interestingly. Oh my god, can't speak. <laughs> Couple of um, things in. That's it. There uh, it is. <laughs> uh, the the one of the lyrics in the song is. Uh, Everybody's been singing the same song for fi- like everybody's singing the same yeah, song yeah. fifteen years or yeah something like that. But it's um in in the music video, uh when he when Julian sings that he throws a mic stand, and that's a um that's an interesting uh kind of stage um you know uh, stage part of the, something that Julian does a lot. He does it live. abusing abusing the mic stands, yeah. throwing them around. But um <laughs> in uh. In is this it? In, sorry, in the last night music video, mm. Julian froze the mic stand. So it's mm. kind of a reference to that. You know, fifteen years ago, was, uh-huh. is this it? Oh, okay, yeah. that's oh, the no, connection. Sorry, no, not fifteen. Ten years. Everybody's singing the same song. Ten, Ten years, years, not fifteen. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that's you, yeah. the correction. <sighs> the correction. Um, it's a mere culpa. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's quite interesting. Um, something I want to point out quickly. Um, but before we get more into this um album, Please. just yeah. So there's a lot in this. In this, when they're constructing this album, is a lot more um, kind of divide, I guess, within the band. Yeah. A lot more um, arguments. There's definitely um, that's important to know. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so def- there's a uh, there are some stories about like Julian really not caring too much, like uh, recording his parts separately and kind of literally, literally quotes literally mailing his parts in, like recording <laughs> yeah, his parts yeah. and then mailing it. In. <laughs> ooh, ooh, shit. Um, uh, yeah, li- flying bottle cap. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> everyone. <Sorry. laughs> um, yeah, literally mailing his parts in um, for some parts, which is which is quite interesting. Yeah. And, and the wow. fact that it, it, the fact that they can still come out with some like, really cool songs. Oh yeah, can you, really can you imagine testing. like mailing that in? Yeah, like and just creating something like this. Yeah, fuck. just mailing yeah, in under cover of darkness. You know, just just yeah, 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 okay. Just, song. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck about yeah. this song. Yeah, Th- this um this album was really bright in terms of texture for me. And I really like it, but again, this is this is like the most different to me in terms of all the Strokes records. The experimentation into the more eighty sounds, like you said before, so the synthy stuff. I think that perfectly encapsulated yeah. a song like "Taken for a Fall." If you want to quickly yeah. play that for a little bit, there's got a little bit of an intro. You can, just some of the lyric. Li- mm-hmm. Still like. Yeah, that dr- it, yeah. The, 
Is it a drum machine again or is it he's playing? I, I don't know. Like, I, I know for Is This It, it definitely wasn't a drum machine. Taking all the time for a fool. I would assume it's not a drum machine I as well for this. I don't know why. What a great tune. Oh, yeah. I, I heard that version of them play with Elvis Costello. Oh, I, I think I've seen that. I think it's like a single release or something. I don't know. It was yeah. just interesting. No, he, he sang it well. Th- this it, is, it sounded like it could be an Elvis Costello song, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, This, this is... That that taken for a fall is like one of the coolest songs on this album, in my opinion. Um, it's 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 got a lot of everything. You know, like that guitar play by like Nick is like next level, and it yeah, it really works well with Alba. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got the vocals that come in. What it's you said before cool. like really resonates to me about a lot of the individuals get to shine on this record. Yeah, in terms of playing, uh, in terms of playing, I mean obviously songwriting too, but you hear it in their playing. Yeah, like, and on that note, um. This record is the poppiest to me in terms of like... Yeah, definitely. And, and the, the most radio-friendly record. Whether you see that as a good or bad thing, that's your own opinion to make. I just like the really bright sound that they produce on this record, but it's so different to their it, other it, stuff. It's interesting that you say that because a, a, lot, a big part of Taken for a Fall is, you know, talking about... is kind of battling without the band's, you know, lack of radio success, I would say, with like some of their later works. Totally, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, Taken for a Fall has a lot of the lyrics are about that, which is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, another another abs like another absolute tune. Yeah, on this hit, me, album. hit me, please. I think you love it as well. Gratisfaction. Oh yeah. It's not, it's not a stroke song. Really remember and chorus. It's so yeah. It's oh, it's. it's Oh. It's not a stroke song. I don't know what it is, but I, I love it. It's it's a gr- oh, it's so powerful. It's uh, he's it, got he's got those. It just makes you happy. Sounds, as yeah. well. Like I listen to this song, it's like I just it puts a smile on my face. A I lot just of love the riffs. I mean, obviously this song epitomizes that, but like there's really funky riffs. Yeah, it's so cool. Like borderline funky riff, borderline yeah. funk riffs. I suppose. I mean, that might be a, an exaggeration, but. This is another song move. where it really kind of yeah, it really shows the the guitar play between the two guitarists. Whereas you got yeah, this record is all about that. And yeah, I think that's something that people kind of overlooked with this album. Is yeah, this is like some of the best guitars that you'll see on the Strokes. Mm. There are there are some songs on here where that kind of like drops off a little bit, but there are, there are enough songs on here where it's just like the guitars. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean like. Um. Like this is two kinds of happiness. Here's that yeah. example. Like those guitars. Yeah. One channel has the da 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 da, and the other one's just like slamming on the chords. Very cool. Very cool. So cool. Um, that there- song I, I sort of sk- skipped over it in the beginning, but that song and like Machu Picchu and like games have like all those synthy sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, eighties. I don't know if they had any heavy inspirations for this record, but eighties um, vibe is, is definitely pulling through. Yeah, I I wouldn't be able to. You know, attest to any kind of specific influences with this album. Um, I guess you could talk about um, so after so this is 2011, yeah. um, 2009. Julian uh, Julian dropped Phrases for the Young, which is this solo um, solo work. Yeah, and that is a lot of synths. So during that, so he was in that. Headspace. Yeah, he was kind of in that in that zone. Um, how much you can say that influences album when you know Julian wasn't you know 100% present yeah, okay, sure. uh, is, yeah. is, is, is you know kind of a paradox <laughs> I guess um but uh yeah, yeah no okay. it's interesting do, do you have any songs where you, you um not a fan yeah of you know it's funny you say that because I was gonna say that 
this album is in the top three for me and I possibly like it more than Room on Fire. Okay. But like, I don't like Metabolism. Yeah, meta- I, Metabolism I, is I one straight away. Metabolism, yeah. Uh, it's like, it's quite, a skip for me. It's like everything I love about Gratisfaction, it's just the opposite for Metabolism. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. I just really don't like it. Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's, it's yeah, And exactly. I think it, they've I'm done it on you. purpose where like Gratisfaction is like a really, you know, upbeat and happy song and you listen to Metabolism and it's a little bit, yeah, it's... It's just a bit. I'm with bit you. Yeah. It has a it has a nice guitar bit um, later in the in the in the song, but it's just like, why is that not there? Like for the rest of it, you know. Like I, you know, I'm not not going to pretend to you know rewrite the song. That's all it's better. But you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you exactly. Know what I mean? yeah. You listen to it. And it's like, yeah, okay, I can see how this part would be cool, but it's just so much like, not good but yeah. stuff. But um, then like it picks it up for life is yeah. simple in the moonlight. Yeah, that's that's like a a, a big deep cut, mm. which is um quite cool. Um. Yeah, the other I like song. Games. Yeah, games is cool. Yeah. Um, the other song yeah, that yeah. I'm really not a fan of is like "You're So Right," but then, then again, it has like parts where it's. This is "You're So Right." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, no. I don't mind this one. I wouldn't say this is one of my favorite songs off the record. But the like, vocals get a little bit repetitive, I think. Yeah. So like, this is the vocals. Everyone, it'll just come in here. It's basically like this the mm. whole record. It's. I like it, but it doesn't. It's not when I think of the strokes. I don't think of this song. Like, yeah. It's very abstract. The. Bes- uh, not abstracting the scheme of music generally, but compared to the other songs in there's yeah, discography. absolutely. Yeah. Um. I yeah. Those those are the two low lights yeah, I would yeah. say. But I other agree. than that, I, yeah, I really like this album. I, um, I, I think <laughs> the reason I like this record so much it gives me such a strong visceral reaction listening to it. Yeah. Like every one of their records has songs that does that to me, but this song is like has such a bright, happy feeling. Yeah, okay. I can't help but like enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's like I get, I get, I completely get where you're coming from. Where it's yeah, it's like a, a big, like bright. Oh yeah, you know, warm sound. Yeah, and that's why it kind of turn turns me off when I hear like you're so right and metabolism because it's just like oh, it, I I you know there might be people who love those songs and I you know I definitely know they exist, <laughs> but it's just like. It's not. I feel like it doesn't. Just doesn't fit in. Just doesn't fit in. Yeah. Um, Where would you rank it? I reckon. Ooh, it's a tough one. I reckon it 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 can get top three for me. Yeah, but the the problem for me is it just has some really like those those few poor songs and they're pretty poor. There's there's you know two like two or three really good bangers that like bangers. They're two (laughs) two or three really good (laughs) songs that I love. (laughs) Um, but other than that, it, I think there's a, a lot of, you know, a little bit of like filler. Um, I'd probably put it towards the bottom, to be honest. I, I, I do love I listening to much. some of the, yeah. to, I do love listening to some of the individual songs, but as the album as a whole, not really. Um, yeah. I think um, an overlooked song on this album is like Call Me Back. Mm. A lot of people look yeah. this. And that, that has like a really cool like vocal performance by Julian. Um, really shows like um, how much. Like how far he's come You're from right, the, is a sit where he just yeah, like repeats like the same kind of tone and doesn't really like obviously have that um that croon but yeah you really see like that that range come through on like a song like Call Me Back which is yeah. quite cool um I think if you want to move 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 yeah. on to what's the next record come like? come down machine 2013 um let's just start with this let me just play something in for us Isaac's moving his head to the <laughs> guitar. So I think this album you could probably describe as a uh, mixtape. Would you agree? Yeah, it, it that is the purpose of the record, yeah. isn't it? They're literally trying to have tastes in different genres yeah, and stuff like that. Th- so 
this album came out of the blue. Like, so there were there was some promotion for you know t- uh, angles where it's like, oh, they're back. You know, here, yeah, here's yeah. their their return. Um, Come down machine was just like, here's another album. Like, yeah. oh no, really, I had no idea That's this was it, coming. Yeah. And then um, yeah, so with all the other al- all the other albums, your yeah, angles, everything else, they've always done like a live tour. Come down machine, they dropped the album, and just like that's it, forget about it. So people kind of is people can kind of interpret it as um, a throwaway album, I guess, because uh, it's the, the when they signed uh, with the the music company it was RCA. A, it was yeah RCA. It was like five albums, mm. so this is the fifth album. Yeah. So kind of getting out of their contract. It, type yeah, of it gives album. Get, basically. Um, but but in, but in the same way, when you say it's like oh, so they don't really care. That's kind of good for the Strokes, you know. Like having that kind of carefree yeah. attitude. It's like, yeah, like there there are some good songs on here because like they just don't care anymore. <laughs> Before I make a comment musically, can I just ask? This is the point in their time when like all the artists started to go solo. The voids were really kicking up and shit like that. Or was so, that later? So, uh, Julian only has only released one the, the solo vo- thing, the but voids, the voids were in 2013 as well. I think. Everyone, uh, the voids is like Julian's other band essentially. It's like yeah, so it's it's a experimental <laughs> you could ask julian what he would describe the band as i don't know some kind of uh i've heard the term prison jazz yes so <laughs> prison jazz i don't know what the hell that is but it's, it's there there are some interesting songs fantastic. on um by the voids if you want to give them a listen as well not not the biggest fan but um uh yeah so that their first album uh dropped in 2013 and mm. then um then they released virtue i think in 2018 if i'm not mistaken mm. um Anyway, getting getting sidetracked. Uh, but yeah, like so, the, were the, people doing their own stuff around this time? So the only the only other big group member, like Albert, uh, Albert Hammond, um, he was he's been releasing uh, albums since two thousand and five. Oh okay. Well, um, but his father was a musician, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm was not, like I'm not too familiar guy? with his work, to be honest. I know that he was um uh he's from like Gibraltar. It's interesting, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting fact. Um, but other than that. Um, that's yeah, right, that's right. No stress. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I don't really, don't really know too yeah, much. Okay. Uh, I think but, he, he was a country musician. Okay, possibly. Or yeah, definitely a musician. Might not be country. No, yeah, definitely was Low a musician. I knew, I knew that. Yeah, um, research show. But uh, the yeah, so he's been releasing his solo work. So I kind of hasn't. I would say probably wouldn't have too big of an impact. This is just like a fun album where they've come in and they've fun just album, whipped man. some. Yeah, they've whipped some things out. I'm gonna straight up say I don't enjoy this record very much in terms of I can't get behind it. Yeah, that's that's, that's fair enough. I don't know. I kind of. I, but like, what do you like about it? Like, and tell, give me some takes to play the, as well. There, there was when I first heard this album, it was like I probably when when I first listened to First Impressions and Come Down Machine went through the whole discography, I was like, this is better than First Impressions when I first listened to Come Down Machine. But over mm, time, I'm kind of mm. like, oh, First Impressions really grown on me. Um, the this song has like probably. In my this sorry this album has a top five song by the Strokes. Big oh, call, yeah. One way trigger, yes. It has the best one of the best vocal performances you'll see from from Julian. Here's one way trigger. It's just a, a cool song. Gets stuck in your head. You'll you'll. Like you, it is you hear this song, and then you, you just—I'll just think about it when I'm like walking down the road. Like you just hear, you just hear the song in your head, and I really love this song. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the sound of this song and on the album generally, like yeah, they're still playing around with different sounds. They're not afraid to to uh, 
it, yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like they're afraid to try anything new or different here. And whether that's be because they didn't care about the album or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. The, but they're definitely just doing what they feel like here. The, um, yeah, One Way Trigger is just like, yeah, it's, it's such a cool song. It has everything, it has the guitars, has Julian's, just showcases Julian's like range. Like at, at this stage, you know, he's getting pretty old. And he's hitting like he's hitting some he's hitting some high he's hitting some high notes there like I don't think I like no no he's no many people range man yeah yeah like it, it gets better it gets yeah. better we'll talk about that in the next, the album. next album but yeah, oh my sure. god like his range is is like definitely nuts saving that, yeah yeah um, well, I was gonna, this record has fast animals yeah, uh, so sorry, slow, animals. slow animals fast fi- animals is the single the right? B side yeah. yeah um yeah tap out is a cool song has some cool guitars all the time is just a, like a it's I, I don't mind it, but I just listen to it. It just doesn't does nothing for me. It's like a, it's a generic song that they could have been on. Is this it? Uh, you know, mm. like yeah, yeah. You know, what? You know yeah. That's, like I agree with that. Yeah, and that that's not really a, a a big bold statement. I think a lot of people would agree with me with that. Um, but yeah, all all the time, it's okay. Yeah, like I said, I love one way trigger, and you go through, and then yeah, welcome to Japan. Another another cool song. Not too bad. But then you start getting towards the yeah. the, the bottom, <laughs> and there like I do I'd say I do like um, you like I, call it fate call it ca- um, that because karma don't you that, I'm gonna just, play a little yeah. bit of that while you talk you can talk over it this is you know that was the final song from the Strokes for a while off an album anyway oh yeah of course because yeah. people just didn't know when they were coming back yeah. or whatever yeah, so it was quite emotional oh wow interesting title considering that fact huh yeah definitely. Um, if I had to pick, like, in the last five or six songs, my favourite is probably, like, Happy Ending and, like, 50-50. Yeah. Slow Animals really does, like, nothing for me. A few of those other songs, they're just, like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really sound <laughs> Nothing like, to me. I, I can't tell that I love any songs off this record. Yeah, I, 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 kind, of, I kind of agree. So it's, um, like, it's low ranks for me. Yeah, That's it, just it's, 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 not my, it's not my favourite album um, at all. Um, yeah, yeah like, I really like, sorry to interrupt, I really like what you said before in terms of like, yeah, like between this and the next record, there was a seven year period and yeah, there was Void stuff and there was Albert Hammond Jr. stuff and whatever, whatever, but like, yeah. Nope, nobody knew what was going on. Sort of, yeah, exactly. It's sort of a, a poorer record to end on, in, in our opinion, when yeah. we're, not, we're not the band, we love still love the band, but just like. I think that, you know, if you look at the history of the band and the fact that they're the, you know, the whole story about, you know, they're such like close, close friends. And yeah, while they did like bicker and argue at certain stages in their, you know, the band's history, they still stayed together as like the original five. Yeah. Um, it kind of like, you know, shows, you know, the strength of the band. Wow. You know, where, it's a metaphor. I know. <laughs> but it was, so it was like, uh, you know, in 2013, you know, 2013, they didn't release, uh, you know, they didn't do any touring, but you know, yeah. they, they could have broken up. They could have just announced up. Oh, well, the did, did they... Ever, the, they never officially no, broke never, up? No, never officially broke up. They no, just went on a long hiatus. Yeah, so they went. So the, the EP came out after, but that was, um, yeah, so th- they could have broken up. So that was kind of my logic when I, when I got listening to The Strokes. I was like, are they coming back? And it's like the fact that they haven't broken up is like there's probably going to be one more album. And we did get that, luckily, this oh, year. What's that record yeah. called? <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to talk about... Oh, no, yeah, um, yeah, let's first, talk about uh, Oblivious. Yeah, well, future, present, sorry, past. Sorry, yeah. yes, future, present, But Oblivious, past. yes. Um, like, Oblivious is like a, a killer song. Uh, in, in all honesty, um, so this record came out when I was 16, 17 or whatever, and around that time I was hearing this song on the radio. Yeah. And, like, it really... I wasn't much into the band before this EP. Yeah. I mean, I was young. I'm still young now, but 
like this EP and hearing it on the radio and being like, what's the strokes? What are they into? Yada, yada, yada. Like really got me into the band. And I believe this is like a cool song. Yeah. This Chorus is great escalation. Good guitar solo. Do you know who does the solo on this one? Since Ooh, we're asking you all the no, time. I, I, I think it'd be fair to yeah, assume that it'd be uh, Nick again. But, um, oh, yeah. no, no. It is Nick. Definitely it is. is Nick. Because this, you know sure? this, yes, here we go. Here's another trivia fact to hit you with. Um, so this album is... Um, the guitar solo is a reference to one of Daft Punk's songs, um, Aerospace or something. Aero something. There's no Daft Punk song called Aerospace. I don't. Oh, think. I can't remember the name. But anyway, I'm a, I'm a Daft it's, Punk it's, fan. It's a. It's one of the earlier works in okay. from the um, from Discovery or Homework. I don't know. Maybe anyway. maybe there is. Maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's a reference to that, and yeah, Nick definitely plays it. So that is a Nick guitar solo. Now, was this EP like new music, or was this like stuff from the catalog that this, just this, released? This was new music. Yeah, okay, that's um, cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably say like Oblivious. Yeah, it's probably like the best song on it's this. A, it's a cool song. I yeah, really like the song. It sounds like you definitely like slot in um, to like a first impressions. Yeah, you put it in that yeah. album. You know what? Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So that was kind of a, a cool. Uh, Cool, you know, resurgence. I guess is like, yeah, this is cool music again. Um, the other songs in the album, oh, sorry, the EP, uh, like uh, there's Drag Queen and Thread of Joy. That's how the yeah, two Thread songs. of Joy. Thread of Joy is a cool song. I like Thread of Joy. Um, it has you know some nice, uh, you know, has a nice narrative about you know everyone growing up and now they got kids yeah. and they got to be careful and you know um, make sure they do the right thing. Um, you know, by by their family. And I think that really hits home with like. With like Julian's personal life, um, but yeah, drag queen, just yeah, just it's not a sleeper, just yeah. not a fan, it's a sleeper, not yeah. a fan. But um, yeah, um, it's hard to rank this. It's not yeah. an album, so it's I hard to rank. I probably yeah. wouldn't try and rank it. Um, but I, I, you like, decent, I like some of the yeah. songs, yeah, so exactly. yeah, it's cool, totally. But what we we're hinting at before is the record we're going to talk about now, the long-awaited return Ooh. from wilderness record that came out this year. In fact, April. Yeah, I think April. Um, the new abnormal. Yeah, quite uh, aptly named the, given the it's got a coronavirus. Basket out painting. Have you? I think no. Markle's got it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Shit. Probably um, shouldn't be joking about it then. It's no. got a new. The, it's got a basket painting on the front. Bird on money. I think the record. Yeah, bird on money. Yeah. I'm a big basket fan, so that's cool. This record came out when you and I were like listening to new music. You know what I mean? This yeah. came out. In our prime, um, let's start at the first record. A great place to start. One of my favorite songs off the record. The adults are talking. This type of riff, simpler and and poppy, is like really reminiscent of the whole album. Yep. And just to point on something you said before, Julian's super high vocals and oh. getting better with age. Ooh. That's so tasty. It's so That's good. So good. It's so good. Um, this song, I remember. I, so they they played it's this. So they played this song live in 2019. Um, I can't remember. Was it at the Wilton? See, this is like when I was in my peak Strokes fandom, mm. watching the live shows yeah, on my laptop on like a dodgy stream. Someone's with their <laughs> camera. But I remember hearing this song. Uh, yeah, like hearing this song played first live. And I remember hearing the start. I'm like, oh my God, it's a new song. Holy shit, this new album coming out. Like, this is before any announcements <laughs> you, you being predicted, dropped. You heard yeah. predicted it because I remember Isaac telling me that like 
the Strokes are coming to Splendor 2020. They're coming. Like, <laughs> bullshit. Man. I literally was calling you out. You fucking called it. Yeah. No. Of course, this is before yeah. Corona. They have 2021. not come. 2021. But That's you fucking <laughs> called it, man. Absolutely, you called it. This song was dropped before they announced an album. And I remember hearing this song and once Julian like hit those high notes, like I literally cried. I was like, oh my God. This is like it's, so it's emotional. So, no, it's so good. I'm totally with you. Like the power of those falsetto notes, so powerful. And in, in that first live performance as well, it, this song kind of has a weird like uh, two separate guitar solos. Mm. Um, yeah, it has one in the middle and then one at the end when they lead out. Yeah. Um, the guitar solo at the end when they played it live for the first time, it was like compared to the album version, it was a lot like heavier. So like you listen to the guitar solo on the album version, it sounds like... You know, it's just like an, an outro. It's like, it's not, yeah, it's, it's nothing too exciting. Yeah. But when when Nick plays that live, when he played that live, it was like, just like so much energy. It was like, it was unreal. Like, it was like, it was something you kind of hadn't heard from the Strokes before, but, and it was, it was new and it was refreshing and it was exciting. I listened to that. I'm like, oh my God. Like I'm, you know, I, w- I wasn't really listening to the Strokes when they dropped, you know, because I was a lot younger. Mm. Dropped when they dropped their albums, yeah, I, was like, exactly. I was excited That's to like point. listen to yeah. new music. I well, was like, like, this is cool. That new, refreshing, exciting sound. I-, I don't know how much you can contribute that to Rick Rubin, but Rick Rubin is the producer that artists who need a revival go to, to be honest. Yeah. He, Rick Rubin traditionally either works with brand new artists, like artists you've never heard of, it's their first record, or artists who need a revival. And there's yep. a few exceptions to that, like Chili Peppers. Well, no. The first Chili Peppers record with Rick Rubin was like a revival for them. Yada, yada, yada. Don't worry about that. But yeah, the strokes fit right into that category for this record. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that was something else I called was like, uh, you know, I remember like reading about all these rumors about like Julian recording, uh, you know, a few in a few segments of Rick Rubin, but, you know, no one's too sure what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, I think it's funny that you mentioned like I Albert. called it, man. I, mean, I called it, I did. I think it's funny you mentioned like Albert's, uh, I think Albert's dad, like, might, I don't know if he tweeted something, but he kind of leaked that they were like, you know, experimenting with Rick Rubin uh-huh. in like 2018. So that was, that was, that was quite cool. Um, and yeah, so like, yeah, Rick Rubin's the producer. It's, it's an, it's a new kind of sound. Yeah, that's literally you, you what, get, like, that's the, what you go to him for. He's you get the king the, of that. The new, you get the new kind of, um, yeah, it's definitely a new stroke sound, and uh, you get definitely get that Rick Rubin uh, production, which you're you're a big fan of. I hear. <laughs> I am a big well, yeah. I think he is a great producer. He um, he can compress the shit out of things sometimes, but that's not the case on this record. I think the, this uh, album sounds really good production wise. Isaac is just referencing a previous Thursday Night Fury episode. Yeah, to plug you, ourselves. I want to check out a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. But hit, hit me with a song that we should talk about on this record that you really like. There's it. Adults talking, fantastic song. Yeah, one it's of my just, favorites it's, it's, on this record. It's be- like beautiful, and like I said, like really emotional. I listened to this the first time. I was like, wow, this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, How about? I'd like even just the next song is like selfless. Selfless is, oh, it's, it just makes you want to crawl into a little ball and cry. And then, oh. mm. something in your. It's just the perfect example of Julian's voice again. And um, the end, If I don't know if you want to play like the last like 20 seconds. Yeah, please. Or... Oh, Zach is like in a place right now. You should see this. <laughs> oh, so good. I think, yeah, like the, the build up to that that ending is, oh, it's it's unreal. Um, 
how do the lyrics go? Um, oh, it's just really emotional. It's like, uh, I'll turn and face the enemy. I'm not scared. Just don't care. I'm mm, not yeah. listening. You hear? Oh, beautiful. Mwah. It just makes you want to just crawl Mwah. into a ball and just oh, cry. Well, if we're going on this track, Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus, fantastic song in my opinion as well. Like, was this the f- no? This was this was dropped um, as a single the day before the song uh, okay, the album got yeah. dropped. Yeah, I think this has a little bit of compression. I'm not a huge music nerd, but all songs have compression. Uh, no, no, it's in like you know overly. Um, you kind of hear that Rick Rubin sound. wall of sound. I really like. I really like that song. This album is almost perfectly split between like heavy crooning and songs like that. There's like the heavy crooning songs of like the adults are talking and like at the door and whatever. Then there's like Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus and like Bad Decisions are like dancing yeah, dance songs, songs yeah. making bad decisions. Uh, 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 yeah, that, well, it's, it's funny, like it's, that, it's funny yeah. you say that because um, uh, Bad Decisions is uh, cop- like, I think it's fair to say copied. Um, yeah, yeah. You I know, know, yeah, you know, know uh, what's it called? Dancing with Myself. So I think um, I think there's like a song credit in there for that. So oh, they which, had to reference yeah, it. Yeah, they it had was to that reference it. That's yeah, funny. So, um, <laughs> which is yeah, that's quite funny. Uh, but yeah, Brooklyn Bridge chorus. It's probably so they dropped that as a single, and yeah, it's like one of the best singles they've released in like you know for, like seven song. years. You Just know, it's like song, yeah. it's so cool. At at the door is a personal favorite of mine as well. Yeah, an, an emotional song. Yeah, definitely. I'm just gonna go straight to the chorus for people listening at home here. Use me like an oil. Oh, Julian's voice again. And yeah, that heavy synth sound. Almost like mostly synth sound for like the whole track, but great lyrics. Great, my, my favorite. Great crooning there. Oh. My favorite part in this song is like, um, so sh- what is it like? So here, use, uh, use me like an what does he say with the the chord? Struck me like a chord, and yeah. the guitars come in behind oh. it. Ooh, so cool! Like n- not much guitar, da, but you can hear it da, a little bit. Da. It's it's really cool, and there's a lot of a lot of allusions. Yeah, for some reason he's made a metaphor in this whole album about doors and windows. You told me that. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's a just, good point. I re-listened to the album with that point in mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know what you're trying to say. I mean, Julian, this is probably more of a, a whole a generalized topic. Is they do. He does just have like weird things in his lyrics that he repeats. So yeah, talked about like how it just includes. He's a thematic lyricist. Yeah, so yeah. he includes like some girls' names. There, another big thing is, um, there's a lot about things about time. Hmm. He's like, I'm waiting, for, you know, I'm waiting on something. It, it doesn't. It, it's throughout his discography, throughout the Strokes discography, he's just talking about time and waiting for something and. I think it's just a filler lyric into a certain extent, but it couldn't mean it could be some. No, it, it's more... on. It's, I'm sure it's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, like it has a reference. If I had to pick, I would say that I like the crooning songs more than the funky ones, but they're all cool. Like the, this, al- this album not is the same anymore. Yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like th- this album is like, I, I think it's like unreal. Like I can considering they, uh, you know, how long they'd been away for and their previous work this album is like a, a really strong return to form this is third or fourth for me i think i, I think it's my third favorite album yeah it could be third um this they have like 
there's like yeah songs like you said like not the same anymore has like the most like a euphoric kind of outro where he just feels like you're just going to ascend you're just going to like transcend the human plane yeah it's going to go on they're really good at doing that they're really good at doing that undoubtedly it was so cool um i'm a big fan of um uh, why sunday so depressing Mm. it's got some really cool like you said before like guitar in like play That's, that's in my right yeah. channel, yeah. And the other the other stuff will come in the left channel, yeah. The way they just can like work next. I'm just gonna skip. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. The way that they just dance. Mm. That's so cool. I, I'm yeah. Big like that song there is one of my probably one of my favorites on the album, along with Selfless. Um, I think it's really underrated. I really like that song. The album has like a. Yeah, really, there's a strong focus to like really smell, sit really in the tempo and like real be mellow in some of these songs. Yeah. And then like, yeah, be funky with the other ones, like I said. Um, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, the, this this album as well, like, you know, give a bit of context to the band. Um, it was written, uh, well, I don't know what it was written, but it was dropped. So like Julian's gone through a divorce. Mm. Um, with, there's a really co- kind of cute lyric in like Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus. At the end, where he's, um, you know, the less I, uh, he says like, Julia, uh, Julia, I adore, um, Juliet, I adore. Oh my God, see, like, too many beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Juliet, I adore. You're like his wife. Um, yeah, it's kind of like up in the air. Like, did he write that before his divorce yeah, or after yeah. his divorce? Yeah, it's kind of a cool thing to play off. Uh, to play off, but it's yeah, it shows you know some emotion, which is yeah, it's quite cool. Um. What what are your thoughts on some of the, the lowlights on this uh, album? See, I know, and I'm glad you said that because I'm not the biggest Ode to the Mets fan, and yep. you froth over it, don't you? Oh, yeah, Ode to the Mets. Oh, it's, it's just because it has has everything. It has the guitars. It, it doesn't uplift me as much as it uplifts you, I think. I can listen to the ending, like the last like minute, two minutes, and it's just like... Yeah, like if I play from like later in the song... <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, oh. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I like this song. I'm not going to deny it, but it's not like. It really comes together. And again, you got like some of the, the, the back, like talks a bit about like Julian's like relationship yeah. um, with his dad. And it's really uplifting. It just really comes together at the end. It's just <laughs> you like this song. Beautiful, beautiful song. Um, my least favorite song in this album is uh, Eternal Summer. Mm. It's, yeah. it's just a bit. It just doesn't do much for me, and a lot of people love the song. Yeah, no, it's it it's weaker in my opinion too. Yeah, and um, and uh, there's that falsetto voice, but not used in the same yeah, way. Yeah, it's kind of it's like over, I guess overused. He's trying to use it like Prince or something. On yeah, this, on this track, yeah, it doesn't really work. I don't think um, this song was uniquely constructed in the fact that so yeah, when like Rick Rubin was helping produce this album, uh, he basically sat the, each band member down individually. And he's like play something mm. like just play something cool and he does that rick rubin yeah. is known for like his his hands off approach and just like he wants to get the best out of everyone it's like so like yeah he's uh, although i guess that's not really hands off but it's more like okay what can you do what can you bring to this yeah. and then try to put the pieces together yeah so th- 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 that from what you described that's literally what happens so he's gone and like each band member's like played something or done like you know done something and then he's tried to pull it all together just yeah falls a bit flat for me um, probably uh, 
Yeah. It's got that breakdown section. I can't believe. Yeah, that like that's cool. Yeah, it's psychedelic. Yeah, yeah, again, not my Yeah. Obviously that's catchy enough for me to remember, but not my favorite song. Like uh this song is also like Eternal Summer, it's about global warming, which is interesting. Yeah, wow. Deep, (laughs) man, deep. So like for I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening are you know are big Strokes fans, but Julian is a very politically active, let's say. Yes. So he's, he's, he's a, to the left. He's a, to the left he's of the very spectrum. very far left. Though, most people would say. He's so. a big Bernie guy. <laughs> big, big Bernie guy. So he played at um, that's probably something I should talk yeah, about. Please. So yeah. So he played at um a Bernie Sanders rally earlier in the year. Um, well, what was it at the end of 2019? Anyway. No, I um, think it was. Early this year, it was before the album dropped, so it was in between. Oh, maybe late last year. Yeah, so it might have been before Corona. Yeah, yeah. pre-Corona, um, and he was playing at the Bernie Sanders rally, and I don't know. You could. I'm not going to talk too much politics, right? But there was um, at the you know there weren't a lot of people. I think went to that rally to go see the Strokes play because like Strokes. you have to go <laughs> see them, right? Yeah. Um, and at the end of the rally, uh, the Strokes were still playing. And they turn all the lights on and they're like, all right, you, gotta go. you guys got to get out. <laughs> Please leave. And the Strokes were just like having such a good time with the crowd. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to get out. And so they played one more song and it was New York City Cops. Mm. You know, like the, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the iconic protest song. Yeah. Um, and the, so I can't remember. I don't know if they were playing. They weren't playing in New York. So it kind of wasn't a perfect story. But the police ended up coming on the stage to try and escort the band off. <laughs> and they're just like. New York City cops, they ain't too smart. And then people like, as as people... They bum rush the yeah, stage, right? As, yeah. as the police were trying to get the, the band off the stage, like people were jumping on the stage and like dancing with like Julie. And I was just like, oh, why couldn't I be there? <laughs> but also, yeah, it was quite poetic. And the fact, yeah, it was an interesting rally. And then you had, um, yeah, like the, yeah, the symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Mm, yeah, good. That's a good way to, to end talking about this record. Yeah, I think it's... It's right up there for me. Yeah, so I would great return to form by the Strokes. Oh, like, and again, I'm going to use the same logic that please. they haven't broken up yet. So, more, when's more album material? seven coming, please? Yeah, there's um, if if you guys are interested, there's a podcast by the Strokes during lockdown. They've got like a radio show going called mm. Five Guys Who Know Nothing. Uh, sorry, Five Guys Who Talk About Nothing. Some Five Guys Who Talk About Something They Know Nothing About, or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, but it's a uh, in that they talk about how um. I think Fab made a joke about how there's unreleased material that they had from um, yeah. the new abnormal. Um, so that you know could could be coming down the pipeline, I guess. Maybe kind of unlikely for a new album, I think. But I'm hopeful. You know, next four years, oh. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's quite cool. Um, that might be a great place to end the podcast there, unless you have any burning things to talk about the Strokes, something. We need to listen. All of our recommendations and uh, stuff like that will be in the listening guide for this week. We'll have some formal rankings, some playlists from both of us. Isaac's going to come through with some amazing live show materials and other miscellaneous meme material from the Strokes. <laughs> there is some meme content around the Strokes. Yeah, so Julian is a bit of a meme. He's a little yeah. bit of a meme. Um, thank you so much for filling in this week. But oh. at the same time, it's not really filling in because we couldn't do a Strokes episode without you. Oh, Oh, thanks for having me. No, it's been good. I've enjoyed uh, ranting on and uh, 
Hopefully someone will actually enjoy me talking about the strokes of Samuel. I have Dude, learned. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Like, like just show them this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, just talk you, to this for an hour. It's been an hour and 33 minutes. Have you ever met me in person and been like, man, I wish this guy would not, uh, would continue talking about the strokes instead of just shutting up. I'm like, yes. And I have the thing for you. Here's an, well, how long going? An hour and a half podcast. Yeah, how it's good? about an hour and a half from what I can see. Um, I've learned a lot from you, but hopefully some people can learn a lot from us and uh, know where to approach the strokes discography from sometimes they might like hopefully just give it a go to be honest there's, there's they're very diverse and like and you could say haven't released a bad album you can't go wrong i mean oh controversial the last second in the closing seconds come down machine. come down machine it's not a bad album it's not a good album yeah okay i like the rest of their material more okay leave it on that thank <laughs> you for listening everyone uh, this is thursday night fury until next time goodbye oh mm. <laughs>